When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I have to send a message. Yeah! If I'm not sending a message, then who's sending that message? Draymond Green, he's going to wreak havoc. He embraces being the villain, and without him, we're not the Warriors. You got to be about what you talk about. I take pride in that. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What up, baby? What's happening? Happy Wednesday, hump day. That's it. Big game three tonight. Mm-hmm. Stuff going on. Uh, let's jump right into it because What's going on? that is what is on my mind tonight. Oh, I got good sleep last night because you feel ready to go tonight. Oh, I'm ready to go. Late night? I might even have to take a nap when I get home just to <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. It is time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Guys, here is Draymond Green on the Draymond Green Show on not changing the way he plays, even with the text and all that. Listen to this. Nobody's paying to watch this stuff to see guys get thrown out of the game and you not see the game you want to watch. Like, And so I understand and agree. Like, Yes, if there is something egregious, I'm going to get thrown out. As we know, nobody's sparing me. I never goes into it or after my first tech, like, oh, man, I got to tread carefully or walk lightly just to stay in the game. Like, because if I'm going to tread carefully and walk lightly, then I may as well get thrown out anyway because that's not going to help my team win. So I have to be me. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So I'm taking off my analyst hat key and I'm putting on my player cap for a second if I'm the Boston Celtics. And Draymond Green is right. You know, nobody wants to see – players get kicked out of the NBA Finals or ejected for technical fouls. So if I'm Marcus Smart, if I'm Robert Williams, the first thing I'm doing in the first quarter is I'm putting Draymond Green on his ass. I'm putting him on his back. I'm hitting him with a back screen. I'm hitting him with a flare screen. I'm hitting him at Burton Lee when he goes up for a rebound with an elbow. I'm doing something, and I've heard Pat Riley say this before back in the day. Sometimes you got to meet force with force. And I'm setting the energy right from the top and the tempo and the pace of the game that it doesn't matter what the hell you do, Draymond. Game three is drastically different than game two. We are setting the tone for game two. And that tone is each and every play, your ass is going to be looking at me with your back on the ground because that's where you belong. That's just how you have to come at it. Now, that may get me a tech. That may get me a hard foul. But it's just setting a different tone for game three and what it needs to be for the Boston Celtics. Well, now you're getting ready to play right into Draymond Green's hand. Is it, though? You, you get, yeah, it is, because you're playing his game. You're doing something authentically that you uh, uh, unauthentic that you would never do. You would never do that. Maybe there's one guy. Maybe, maybe there's a Marcus Smart that it does something along those lines. But you, 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 that's one person. There's five people on the court. And Draymond Green is going to agitate five different guys, not just one. So you playing right into Draymond's hands because your focus now 
is on me. And if you're doing that, I got you right where I want you because you you so worried about trying to get under my skin. I'm the one with the with the with the tough mind and the strength to withstand whatever you do. You not. And so when you start to do those sort of things, you you falling right into Draymond's hands, man. You just got to play your game and not worry about what he does. Mm-hmm. You don't have to fight fire with fire as far as the physicality go. If you're a physical player, be a physical player. If you all of a sudden, Jay, I don't know who who would be non-physical on, on the Boston Celtics, so to speak. Whoever that guy Jason is. Jason Tatum would be not. He's not like a physical dude or Jalen okay, Brown. Okay, so, so Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, if you start to try to play in the Draymond Green's hands, you're going to be all shook and you know, looking at something totally different. But key, that's that why, just doing you. That's, a, that's where I think basketball and football are a little bit different, though, and that's why I said Marcus Smart, the first name that came out of my mouth, because I think that sets a different – Marcus Smart can absorb that type of play. That's who he is. In other words, they got a dude like that on the team. Is. Yes. Yeah. And that's just like Draymond, yeah, he, Draymond is so that important. dude. But key, Draymond's that dude on Golden State, yes. and he recognized, i got to impose that part of me on game two. Yeah, but, and Jay's point seems to be, now their Draymond, their guy like that needs to do the same. But if you are without Marcus Smart for whatever reason, because the referees are watching both now, they understand yeah. – that the Boston Celtics got, I don't know, bullied in game two and in game three on their own home court, they may try to but, come back and retaliate to some degree with some sort of toughness. So they're watching the green. But key, There's no question but about key, it. But key in basketball, I can do that in so many different ways, man. Like I, I can say if, if Draymond Green's on the ball and he's pressuring the ball and I come up from the weak side – and I have his man, like Jason, say he's guarding whoever. And I have him run him really hard into me. He doesn't see me coming. Boom. With a back check, like a back screen. And he's on the ground. Okay, you're on the ground. You can get a hard, hard foul on him without it being seen as a, as a tech. Want to hear what Ime Udoka, uh, Ime Udoka says about how they're going to handle this situation? Want to hear what the Celtics head coach has to say about all this? Coach, this is, on, this is NBA on ESPN Radio. How do you deal with Draymond's antics? You know, I tell guys, be who you are. If you're a guy who ignores it, ignore it. If you're a guy who confronts it, be who you are. And so with our guys, we all know that's part of the scouting report on guys, whether it's, you know, Patrick Beverly or Green or whoever the case may be, that's part of what they do. And so you have to play through and keep your composure. Hear the full interview with Emeo Udoka as part of our NBA Finals coverage on ESPN Radio. You can tune into Game 3 tonight as the Celtics Host the Warriors, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Okay, yesterday we had Cedric Maxwell on the show, and he, what's the first thing he said? He's like, yo, back in the 80s, dude would have got punched out. He would have got knocked out. <laughs> knocked him in the face. So, like, all, the all I'm saying to you, and, and just to answer your last question, Key, about what it does to the rest of the guys on the team, if you see a guy like Draymond that right from the beginning, you initiate the action on him, instead of it being the other way around, that gives you confidence as a teammate because now you're saying, yeah, dude, this is our court. We dictate the tone, not you. It sends a message that resonates through the rest of your team that it gets them to buy into that moment even more. It does, you know, man. I, I, I understand you want to set the tone and certain, set, set a certain level from the outset. But in the end, for me, if I got Marcus Smart, who's important to me, who's running the offense, and I got to – I can't – I cannot afford to have him so focused in that he can't run the offense the way that he needs to. He can't play defense the way he needs to. We can do both. All of a sudden, 
I mean, maybe Dray, you can. Draymond I don't did, know. Draymond did both. He started but Dray, stuff. But that's he, but but actually, Draymond Draymond is a consistent at this. That's so why we're having a conversation. Smart. So is Marcus Smart? We're yeah, having a conversation about Draymond Green because of why. This is something that he does every single time. But so, but, but he, it seems to be like Udoka's point and Jay's point to me seem to be like the, Draymond played a better game because he became more of himself in that moment, Animated. right? And Marcus Smart is the same type of cat, right? He's the same high emotional, high energy. He might feed off of that. So, and by the way, here's another thing. And Key, you seem to think refs are already on high alert. And that may be. Absolutely. But Neil, sometimes, sure. like in baseball, you brush a guy back, be the first to do it. Because then you get the warnings. And now when they try to retaliate, you box them. If Marcus Smart initiates, there's, maybe they're on high alert and they say, do it from the beginning. Right, Key? Or maybe... Now it's like we got our eyes on everybody. So when Dre tries to retaliate, now he gets teed up. It's like almost key. It's like almost like with LeBron in the bait, right? Since there is high alert right now, high awareness. If you strike first, like it's typically like you know the kid that punches the kid at school, he doesn't get he doesn't get caught. It's the kid that punches the kid back that punched him, right? So like for tonight. Or both kids can get caught. Yeah. I'm just saying. But for tonight, like and in game, both ends of that Ma- one. Max never punched anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. No, you ever never punch anybody, Max? Oh, no, I never, never, never. Okay. All I'm saying, never. though, is like. Sent home from school Marcus every Smart other day. Felt yeah. like he yeah. was uh, a shell of himself in game two. Like he was chirping, but it wasn't the same high energy that matched Draymond. He needs to be a level above Draymond tonight to defend home court in game three. Mm. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Former NBA referee Tim Donahue, who served 15 months in prison for betting on games, said on a podcast recently there was one game where Allen Iverson threatened Steve Javi, and we felt as a staff he should have been suspended, but he was only fined $25,000. Donahue explained I had the next game, the two refs and myself in the morning meeting decided that Allen Iverson, although he carries the ball all the time and it's never called, we were going to enforce that against him mm. that night. So there are other ways. Yeah, man, refs go into games with predetermined thoughts as well. Yeah, there are other ways. It doesn't have to just be you're teed up. It can work against you in other ways. Mm-hmm. Key says you're going to see a different Aaron Rodgers over the next 12 months. Oh, this one's interesting. He's going to tell you why. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. 
so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I love when uh, people talk, like, you know, Barkley said the other day, for $200 million, I would get in, you know, sh- shape. Zion should get in shape. It's like people never factor in inflation, right? <laughs> Money is not worth it. It's not static. It depends, you know, it keeps being worth less and less over time because of inflation. And that point was driven home recently when I saw that Snoop employs someone. Someone told Snoop guys that I heard you uh, employ a professional blunt roller. Forty or fifty thousand a year, he said. No, inflation sixty. Sixty thousand dollars a year. Sixty a year. <laughs> These prices are going up. Yeah, good uh, work. If professional blunt runner. Roller. 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 Runner. Roller. Oh, okay. Blunt roller. Yeah, yeah. Play that Yates. Because he doesn't have time. He just wants to make sure that his things are ready to go. Right. I'm assuming. You know what else? I wonder. Does he have to have lots of COVID tests for that dude? Because because that's a lot of saliva unless you're using a machine. And if you're using machine, what do you need the professional roller for? Hey, look. Some people are perfectionists, man. If you got a guy in your squad that rolls it right, I mean, yeah. I, why play games? Yeah. It's why snoop. play games? If you snoop, snoop. Yeah. It, you know, he did the halftime show, the Super Bowl. You know, he had to get right right before in the stadium. You know what I love about this? Like this stuff. <laughs> it, it, I love that we talk about this because it should be normalized, right? All I mean, if that's Kevin Durant being interviewed by David Letterman talking about, yeah, I'm, I'm high right now during an interview. Or, I mean, it, it, it's, this so is... That might be, at a certain point, it becomes like anything. Here's the big thing in life, moderation, right? Like anything. Agreed. If you're walking around all day... Well, I'll make an exception for Snoop. <laughs> Snoop or, or an artist who uses it for artistic get, reasons. Key, yeah. Do you get more annoyed at cigarette smoke oh, or marijuana smoke? How about that question? You saying do I get more annoyed at cannabis or cigarette? Can- cannabis yeah, smoke cannabis. or cigarette smoke? I, I think I get more annoyed at cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah me too. By a hundred. Yeah. I'm like, oh, get this. Yeah, I, I, I got a snoop. So I got disgusting. A, I got a snoop story for you about ten years ago. We walked in. So Snoop was doing a a, a thing on NFL Countdown with us, and we went out to his <laughs> we went out to his bus as it was sitting in the in the parking lot. That a bus is closed. The hot bus. When he That's opened up the door, <laughs> when he opened up the door, full contact, my brother. It looked, <laughs> it looked like a steam room. When you open up the door to Snoop's bus, you have to want you wind up in rehab. <laughs> oh man! It was, hey, you want an experience? Just go ever. sit in the bus for ten minutes. You have an experience. Oh my god. Snoop. Yeah, Just I say, do get annoyed. I cannot stand oh, cigarettes. Yo, we, oh, I, it's I, the worst. I'm telling you, I we had dudes that literally play games. They would do that before games. But you think about how much better the world is now when the onus is on the cigarette smokers to not have it, except instead of vice versa. Used to go out, be coming home stinking from cigarettes. Oh, it's the worst. Cigarette just gross. Let's just start with the fact that he's actually here for this. Obviously, (laughs) last year, he skipped this mini camp and everything else in his offseason of discontent. I truly believe that he loves the game. And I do think it's going to be really hard for Aaron Rodgers to walk away from football with just one Super Bowl. He'll retire at some point, but I'm not going to talk about him retiring and wonder if he's going to retire as we get into the season every single day. Somebody week. tells me you will. No, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> just another real quick thought on Snoop, ESPN Radio, Keyshawn, J. Will, Maxie. So, so there are dudes, there are some dudes. I think of three dudes from like earlier generations of hip-hop, right? I think of Snoop. I think a cube. 
I think of LL. Those three were going to be stars. It doesn't ma- It was going to come out one way or another. If 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 rap never existed, Snoop, Cube, LL, we're going to be stars. Tupac. There's some people who are just that's who they are. Stars. Snoop is such a superstar. It translates across eras, genres. It does not matter. Yo, and like it, it, it's crazy because he still looks the same, man. Like I can't be seeing him in the Corona commercial. I'm like, damn, dude, you look exactly the same. Does anyone have a? a have you ever? Have you ever just like? Have you hung out with him, Jay? Ever? Like, yeah, yeah. Ever... I kicked it. Oh, I okay. mean, I don't remember, he, but he I kicked it. Man, he got to be one of the funniest dudes. He's just a funny dude. I mean, he's just one of the funniest cats going. Is and anyone more well liked than Snoop across any... popular culture? Excuse me? Is anyone more liked than Snoop across popular culture? Like, go find a group that's like, no, nah, I don't mess with Snoop. I don't like Everyone loves Snoop. No, everybody rock with Snoop. Yeah, everybody. Snoop is, uh, Snoop is authentic, though. Mm-hmm. He never changed and became Hollywood or something that he wasn't. He's from Long Beach. He was a former, you know, a gang member. He's been through some trials and tribulations throughout his life early on. I mean, he beat he beat a murder case early on. He got his life back on order. He went through the whole death row situation to the point where he's joined hips with Martha Stewart. I mean, she, Martha yeah. Stewart's supposed yeah. to be the homemaker of all yeah. homemakers, homemakers, right? So, am I saying so, that? Yeah, that's right. Correct, right? Homemaker. Yeah. 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 You got it. You said it right. So, yeah, they're, okay. best, they're besties, those two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> I would Did not say smoke that with him? besties with besties with benefits. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me find out. She's the professional what? roller. What? What? Let me find out. Martha Stewart. Let me find out. Martha Stewart is is the is the sixty thousand dollar a year uh, um, professional helper. helper. Hey yo. Aaron Rodgers does not fit into that category. I don't feel like he's as universally loved as Snoop, for example. Yeah. However, well. There is a picture Here's, of Key online with uh, with Tupac and the crew, though. It, 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 it's tough. It's a tough pick. Yeah, Key looking I like the you, hardest Key. Dude I in the see picture. you back in the day, though, Key. Death row. Man, yeah. I just I just work here at ESPN. <laughs> as I recall, <laughs> as I recall, everyone else was smiling and 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 it was Key scowling. Key had the the, the young thin the fake, mustache the fake, on the face. The fake, I do still got the thin little joint. Like yeah, I got a puffier face though. Go ahead, Max. Take it away. Here, listen to Aaron Rodgers on his future. So do you, do you think you'll finish your career here? Yes, definitely. See yourself at some point saying, I'm going one more year and then I'm done. I would never say that publicly. Um, yeah, I've, I've never been one to want some sort of going going away season or anything like that. Um, and plus, I don't think it's fair to the mental state at the end of the season and thinking how you feel. If you say I'm for sure playing two more or three more years and then you have a magical season and end with a championship and think that that might be the best way to write off, you know, I don't want to commit to something you say I'm only playing one more year and you have a bitter taste in your mouth and still got the drive and the passion to play one or two more years I just don't want to get pigeonholed into it so I'm focused on this season Um, I'm never going to drag it out in the offseason the conversations I've had with Brian have been very honest and 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 direct and that's not going to change and and we'll sit down after the season and hopefully after a championship and and figure out what the next step is I mean, to me, the big revelation there, Key is right in the beginning. He says, he says are you going to retire a Packer? Oh, yeah, he's going to retire a Packer? I thought he was going to keep us on a hook, you know, every offseason. What do you make of that where all of a sudden he gives that away? I'm going to retire a Packer. Isn't that how he keeps his name in the, in the headlines? 
Well, he was always going to retire. He was going to always retire Packer. Remember, last year it was all about the contract, whether or not he had some control, and they communicated with him. That was the only reason why he held out. Other than that, everything is going to be fine. When you look at Aaron Rodgers right now, I like Aaron Rodgers. Six months ago, he annoyed the hell out of me. (laughs) Right now, I like him. Six months from now, other people are going to like him. Six months after that, some more people are going to like him. If you think about it. Because Aaron Rodgers sees the benefits down the line of becoming a likable guy. You know how many people disliked Tom Brady several years ago? Mm. People like Tom Brady now. Tom Brady just got $375 million on a 10-year deal from a Mm. television network. Aaron Rodgers wants to be in television. He ponied up and tried to get uh, the, the, uh, the Jeopardy job. And now, all of a sudden... He's in a position where he can be likable, and people will start to look at him differently. He knows that. Ooh, don't that's play. A great don't play. Point. Don't get bamboozled, uh, Max. No, no, Jay. That that opens my eyes. Why is Rodgers giving away the thing that keeps him in the headlines by keeping us guessing? Because Tom Brady just got three hundred seventy-five million because everyone loves Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers may see. Oh, wait a minute. That would be nice for me too. So question key, what's the best thing for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' brand? Because like, he said it there, yeah, you know, retire as a Packer. But then his contract says differently, right? It goes year by year by year. So will we be seeing more drama year by year by year? Like no. does it behoove him for brand TV Aaron Rodgers to leave Green Bay? Or does it make sense for him regardless of how – if it gets bad in Green Bay, stick through it because we reward people that stay with the franchise that they've been around their entire career. Well, you know, no, no, not necessarily that. If you look back at the history of certain star athletes, star athletes that have reputations in the beginning to the middle to their careers change those reputations toward the end because they see some things, the light at the end of the tunnel and opportunity. Again, Tom Brady was a villain in New England. Tom Brady is no longer a villain. He changed his whole perception in about a two-year period of time to where people are like, we can deal with this dude. This dude is not as sneaky and shady as we thought he was. And I think Aaron Rodgers will get there in the next 12 months. You watch what I tell you, Jay. People people going to like him oh, differently. I think, I think, that's, I think that's a great point. point. I, a great I do got to say something really quickly, though, because Gourmet Chef Kev, who always hits us on Twitter daily, 9,000 times a day, always he said this, Aaron Rodgers has been fun to watch over the years, but why, why does everyone always fall into the dreamland as what he's going to do next season after he wets the bed in the playoffs? Oh, oh. And are they giving out 375 if you're not winning Super Bowls? It feels like we're due for a 40-piece in the NBA Finals, doesn't it? What? Who's it going to come from? That's next, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Sometimes it's a fine line between good defense 
for turnover offense. Stolen by Curry. Curry one on four, two on four. Pulls from the top for three and hits it. That's amazing. He just keeps keeps working on his game, his, his strength, his conditioning year after year, and it's a, it's a pleasure to watch him play every night. Oh, and now we have, this is one of my favorites in the industry, guys. Scal! Brian Scalabrini's with us. What's up, Scal? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing well. Uh, although, Jay, Jay, you what? love to talk about, love to talk about your, uh, your meeting on the court, your meetings on no, the court. No, no, I only played Scal one time. Brian Scal. Oh, it was one? one time in college, yeah. That's it. Well, you talk about it like it no, happened every see, other day. See, Scal, you see what Max has this little trick that he does where he starts saying yeah. things so much yeah. that it forces people to think that's actually what I think. Like, and it's not true. It's like a little radio TV trick. You ever, you ever get that done to you? Well, Jay, did you not say to me to remind Brian Scalabrini, my Trojan mate, that you dropped 39 on his head? Did oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, me? I said that now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, said multiple, that. I said that. Multiple it wasn't times on Brian, though. Of, it wasn't on Brian. Multiple, multiple times outside of today. Did you not? Now that's not that's that. that. See, the, it's now, a simple. Can we let Scal get a word in? It's a simple no. yes or no. no. Did you not in the past say that? I just I'm just want to know against USC. That's all. I, that's, guys, we, we talk all day. Can we let Scal get a I'm word? I'm sorry, Scal. Scal, how are the Celtics going to respond after dropping game two? I mean, this is a roller coaster ride. I think they're seven and zero off of losses, and uh, I do think they'll bounce back. They always do. I do think they're the better team, but you know we've had some moments. Twenty three to two against Miami. Fourteen zero. 16-2, uh, these are all runs that the other team has made, and it's all based off of, you know, the Celtics getting really loose with the basketball and just having, you know, a bad six minutes, a bad five minutes. And that's the reason why they've uh, kind of went seven games with the Bucks without Middleton, kind of went seven games with uh, against Miami. But it's also they're also a very good team defensively that usually bounces back, and, and Tatum usually bounces back. So I think that they'll take care of the basketball a little bit more in this game and uh, not have that big-time role that they had in game two. Scott, I think one of the reasons why I, I really I'm going to appreciate your comment on this is because playing against you, watching your time in the league and, and listening to your pregame and postgame for the Celtics, like I know like the physicality part of the game is something that you embrace, right? And uh, the physicality in game two from Draymond Green, the tone that was set, the comments on his podcast afterwards – about, you know, nobody's trying to be ejected from the NBA Finals. How do you think the Celtics react to that? What kind of tone do you think will be set from the beginning of the game tonight in Game 3? Yeah, for, so just unfolding Draymond's comments and the way he played. I love the way he played. I think it, it shows how smart he is as a basketball player and understanding if you're going to beat the Celtics, you've got to kind of junk the game up. You know, like Clay Thompson hasn't been playing at a high level yet, so – Draymond searching for ways to win, and I thought he did a great job. You know, the Celtics, I thought they got caught up into that. You, you, you have to almost, like, deal with it, but you can't, like, let it, let it affect the way you play when you're the better team. The only thing I really had a problem with is him coming out on the podcast afterwards and saying that. Like, I, I agree with Draymond. I don't, I don't disagree, and he's being honest, so I, I can't really fault him for that. But, you know, saying that is, like, basically, like, you know, kind of sticking it to the – the NBA's face, like, I'm above the law. I can do whatever I want. The NBA's not going to kick me out, which I, I kind of disagreed with those comments. But as far as from a basketball standpoint, Draymond's not dumb. He knows exactly what you have to do uh, to the Celtics. You have to kind of get under their skin. 
You've got to kind of make them uncomfortable. And Draymond's a like a master at the shenanigans and playing that way. Like the Boston Celtics aren't ready for that, nor is it their personality. So he sort of, in a weird way, I know Curry was amazing, but he dictated the tone and tempo of that game with the stuff that he was doing. And I give him all the credit in the world. I wondered from, from you guys' perspective, after he did that uh, on our show in the morning, we had a million callers call up and tell me how bad he is. It's like, it's the weirdest thing. The more he impacts winning and does those type of things, the more people call up and think that he's not a good player. And I, I disagree completely. I think he impacts winning at a high level. Brian Scalabrini, former Celtic forward, 2008 NBA champion, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Brian, Tatum's had, Jason Tatum has had an up-and-down series so far, played sparingly well in game one in terms of the assist and, and playing defense and getting things going, but completely different in game two in the second half. How can he be more consistent across the board to help his team win a game? Yeah, and this isn't in particular to just Jason Tatum. It's the Celtics. And this I, I find their best uh, style of play this is really unique. You know, like um, a lot of teams don't like to play, you know, like driving kick offense or motion offense because the ball doesn't necessarily find your best players. You know, you can end up having, you know, role players taking a lot more shots. Uh, uh, for instance, that was a good example of that was Grant Williams in Game 7 against Milwaukee. They literally just left him open, and he shot 18 threes that game. But – I think when the Celtics are at their best, they're playing that driving kick. They're playing that motion offense with the emphasis to, to, to find Tatum and find Brown. And when they play that way, those guys kind of flow out of it and they get a lot of their attempts. They get uh, the ball in their hands a lot. And I don't think they force the issue. So I think Tatum played a, a brilliant game one. And I thought, let the game come to him. You know, you talked about the defense, the rebounding, all that stuff. I, I, I thought Tatum was great. He's just missed shots. And a lot of those shots were catch and shoot. They weren't, you know, him trying to get into his bag and all of a sudden just having a really tough time doing that. I just thought, like, the way that he was playing was, was uh, he was playing exactly the way the Celtics need to play to win. In game two, he made shots. So he was still struggled. He still struggled inside the, the arc. Like, he was, at halftime, he was two for nine from inside the arc. And, and the Warriors do a really good job of that. But five for seven, from outside uh, the three. And so people are saying, man, Tatum really bounced back. He played well. And I looked, and I'm like, I don't think that this is the way the Celtics beat the Warriors. I think this kind of falls into the Warriors' hands. So I think Tatum and Brown, it's, it's, it's as simple as this. Like when you play that driving kick motion in offense and that ball comes to, let's say I was out there, and let's say I have a shot, you know, I'm probably better off you know, doing that one uh, touch pass over to Tatum just to get him a second shot. Now he can attack off the off the closeout, and especially, you know, with 10 seconds on the shot clock. And now he's touched the ball on that possession two times. Now it seems like he's going to make a big-time play. Yeah. Maybe that's still him making another pass and getting an assist, but I just think the Celtics are at their best when they played that style versus I thought a lot in uh, – and it, it's kind of started out that way. Tatum and Brown started the game out making tough shots, but I think that they're at their best when that ball is moving with an emphasis to get it back to those two guys. Pascal, you and I both know this, brother. Like, you know, two men can't be five. They can get close. I mean, I've seen it. 
But you, you need guys like Al Horford. You need guys like Marcus Smart. I mean, Al Horford, 28 minutes, only four shots. Marcus Smart, 25 minutes, six shots. And also, really quickly, Scal, because I know we, we have to get going, but Robert Williams, you know, took one shot for two points. That knee injury yeah. where Marcus Smart came into the left knee, how do, what's his status and how does this affect that, this team moving forward? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I think he's just a questionable. And, and yeah, he, he obviously affects the rim, you know, the way that he guards. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, the, it's one of those things. The Celtics are at their best when, they're, when, they, when they spread it around. But I still think that it's still, it's still going to be your stars making those plays. It's still going to be Tatum and Brown making those plays. But they just can't get uh, bogged down into saying, we're going to play two on five, like you just said. Like, you can't do that, especially against the Warriors, because – I, I, I mean, Draymond Green, one of the best health defenders in the NBA. He's like in, he can get into people's way, like when you, when Tatum has the ball, and he can also fire back to shooters. So I just think if the Celtics are going to win this series, which I do believe they're the better team, it has to go back to ball movement, and then Al Horford will get 11 shots. And it doesn't mean they, it, it, you know, the game, Al Horford could, could not, doesn't have to take 11 shots for him to be completely effective. But the ball has to fly. The ball has to fly around. That's, the, that's when they're going to be at their best. The great Brian Scalabrini, ladies and gentlemen, whose finest work may have come in a little show called Nation at Night. Had a limited run. It was wrapped around playoff games, Sports Nation at Night, live audience, live around playoff games. I don't remember if you remember who you did that show yeah. with, Brian. Yeah, no, I do remember. I do remember I got killed in the uh, pre-production meeting because I told you guys that Kawhi Leonard's a beast when he guards LeBron, and you guys almost laughed me out of the building. That's right. Scal and I told him, him, told Scal. him. Scal and See? I told everyone that, there and they goes. almost laughed us out of the building. Isn't that right, Scal? White Mamba, this is what he does. That's right. This is what he does. Scalabrini, much closer to LeBron than you are to Scal. Believe that. Thanks, Scal. <laughs> All right, Scal. All right, see ya. Uh, Brian Scalabrini is host of the starting lineup on SiriusXM NBA Radio, which starts in 20 minutes on SiriusXM Channel 86. It feels like we're due for a 40-piece, right? That's that's what that's what that's what uh, we've been talking about. Who's it going to come from? We're going to be talking about that coming up. But you were talking about just now, Jay, uh, Time Lord, mm-hmm. Robert Williams, and his significance uh, in terms of the outcome of these finals. Can you get into that a little bit? So he didn't look right in game two. It was like he was limping, and at times he was getting targeted. Now I know what he brings to the table. From protecting the rim, obviously Brian Scalabrini just properly articulated that. Um, it's his presence alone can alter a lot of shots at the rim, and it forces you to kind of settle for more three-point shots. But him not being himself on the court, that's going to be a big question mark for the Celtics, right? Because you know Al Horford got targeted in a ton of action. That's where Steph Curry got going. So you you need him on the court to spell those minutes. Uh, and also what he brings defensively to the table, uh, his ability to play on the perimeter, get out there. But that knee thing, when Marcus Smart banged into his left knee, falling to the ground, that's where he really got worried. That's why he played limited minutes. And he's a key cog for this team to help them win a championship. Listen, listen to this. Key, Jay, listen to this. Off of what you just said, Jay, um, Jeff Van Gundy had an idea because we were talking about Draymond Green, right? And Key's like – you can't play Draymond's great game with him. Jay, your point was, well, but Marcus Smart just does that naturally. Udoka, his point was, be who you are. But you see what Brian said. Brian said you can't – he said the same thing I said. Yep. You can't play into his hands. So this is what Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA analyst, uh, Knicks coach of my younger days, 
said on the Low Post podcast. This is how he would, what would he would do about Draymond. You either have to come to uh, the idea as a group that we're going to completely ignore Green, his antics and his disruptions, or we're going to confront him every single time he runs his mouth. And so I would try to get the earliest double T of all time. Could be at the jump ball. I would start Grant Williams maybe and have him just walk right over there and just start John, right? And then every time Green's running his mouth, turn and confront him. Sorry, he said Grant Williams. I had it in my head it was Robert. He's talking about Grant Williams. Yeah. Uh, yo, I, I'm, here's my thing. I, me personally, this is me. I hate acting key like stuff ain't happening. Like, I'm not that dude. Like, oh, just ignore it. And I'm hearing you chirping, 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 chirping because I'm allowing you to dictate the tone. And even though I'm, I'm acting like it doesn't affect me, come on, man. Like, we're all aware. We hear it. And you hear over and over that plays a role. Like, my, I agree with Jeff Van Gundy on a ladder. I am confronting it collectively from the beginning. He said got a double T, earliest double T of all time. From the beginning. And I love – I didn't even think about Grant Williams. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Confront it, Marcus Smart. Confront it, combat it. Let it energize you. Let it build you. Don't let it. Don't act like it's not there. You. We all know it's Key, there. Are you We're being con- persuaded by these arguments at all? No, no. I, I, I am. Um, so, Coach Van Gundy said two things. He said completely ignore, which I agree, or try to play his game and go at him every chance you get from the from the tip. That's you, you, you playing right into his game. Joseph Keyshawn Johnson, let me ask you a question. When did you play your best in the NFL? Ain't got nothing to do with me, though, No, Jay. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I know it has nothing to do with anybody else but you. That's what I, I'm asking you. I can manufacture, you. I can manufacture I, I, but, hate in my but, own mind okay, for you. Okay, but Key, I know you. We've been working together for two years now. When somebody starts talking to you, you go to a different level. I've seen it on the show, yeah, even though yeah, I was but, joking but around. That's that's a di- that's different than playing on the field. I can man uh, when I'm on the field, I manufacture already before I even take the field what I think about you. Period. I I, I don't like you. You're wearing a different jersey, so uh, we're not friends. Period. Even if we go out and have dinner after the game while we're playing, we're not friends. I cannot worry about you getting in my face and talking trash to me because all I'm gonna do is point to the scoreboard. That's all I'm gonna do, and 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 if I could somehow psychologically reverse things on you, you gonna start thinking, well, what the hell is wrong with him? No. He ain't buying. He ain't buying into me. Key, I've seen you bark back at people. It's like when no, Gary. But, it's like when Gary Payton came on the court. Me, he's like, blah, I'm like, yo, all right, cool. What's up? Let's go. Like, I I take that and it helps me rise to the occasion. That's but I already I, know that's what you're going to do. When I'm playing against GP, I already know what he's going to do. I know what Draymond's going to do. That's, I, so I don't even need to pay that no attention because I already know. If you're telling me about somebody like a, a dude that, I don't know, all of a sudden he gets to start nodding and he wants to start talking, he made one good play, and he started running his mouth, I'm going to let him know, oh, I'm eventually going to get you. But I'm going to let him know in a different tone. That's all. I just, you, I, you, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I just feel like Ime Udoka is a, more of an old school type of coach where you confront that. Like you, you don't let that, that. You don't AJ, let that occur. And that may be the case. All I'm saying is what I would do with my team 
is not buy into Draymond. You know who he is. I know. So just, why even because, Brian, like because Brian's actually got a ring because I've been playing to it. I think this is what the the larger point is, Key. That yes, you know who Draymond is. So what you're doing is you're actually neutralizing it by making the first move. When you, it's not like you're trying to be something you're not. You have dudes on your team who have that in them, and you once you do that back to Dre, you've boxed them. But also, Matt, this is the the Boston Celtics' first NBA Finals. Draymond Green and and the Warriors are experienced vets. You know who Draymond Green made me think of when I watched the way the Celtics reacted. That's how like little kids react. Like, it seemed like Boston got intimidated by it. They were talking about it in the huddles. How are you going to answer to it? Like, no. We have to watch the Boston Celtics mature and evolve as they find out who they are in the finals. And you have to be a little bit of a bad boy. You have to develop that thick skin to develop a championship-winning mentality. You do realize, though, when dogs bark loudly, as long as you ignore them, they're eventually going to stop barking. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. That. The road to the rematch is on as bantamweight champ Juliana Pena and former champ Amanda Nunez go head-to-head as coaches on the historic 30th season of The Ultimate Fighter. Stream the series now exclusively on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. All right, it's time to play some fill-in-the-blank, guys. Evan, take it away. Yeah, fill-in-the-blank brought to you by Barbersol. For nearly 30 years, every thrilling Jurassic moment has led to this. Barbersol Limited Edition Jurassic World Collector's Cans. Capture them all before they're gone. Clay Thompson will score blank points in Game 3, Jay. Fill-in-the-blank. I'll go 17. I'll go 17, 18. Like, I don't know if we're going to see Clay explode tonight. I, I really think that the tone is going to be set by Boston in this game, and I think they will continue to limit what Klay Thompson can do. Remember now, when he is trying to score off the dribble, his efficiency goes exponentially down as opposed to him being a catch-and-shoot player, and that's what Boston's going to do once again for him tonight. Moving on, I guess. (laughs) Key, Steph Curry will hit blank three-pointers tonight. Six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. I'll probably go. I'll probably go six. I'll go May five. No, or that six. question was only for. Keith. Oh, it was only, oh, so that's yeah. how we're playing the game now. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I guess. I just want to know if, if we're changing the rules, Evan. Yeah, we are. Okay. Apparently, right. we got are. it. Hey, Max. No, it wasn't. It no. wasn't. It wasn't that you was. It wasn't that you. Cha- I changed the rules. What I was doing was looking at the sheet and trying to get everything so I can have my thoughts. But Jay went faster than what I thought he would because mm-hmm. usually when it's basketball, he continues to go for a long time. I like the way we're that's going, though. I think each of you should take a different no, that's one. No, that's not Max, a dig. Yes. Draymond Green will have blank technical fouls the rest of the finals. He has four. Like one, no. Seven, he'll get a one-game suspension. He has four that in the playoffs. That gives you your answer. He's going to have two more. He's going to walk right up to the line but not cross it. Yep. Yeah, I think he'll have one more. Well, uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Jay, I'm sorry. Jay, I'm sorry. Jay. I told you when it's basketball, you know when it's basketball, Jay. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta get some air time here on the that? show. Jay. every day. So pro football focus oh, this is ranked key. Take their it away. top 10 coaches in the NFL. Key, Mike Tomlin is the blank best coach in the NFL. Third best coach behind Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Mike Tomlin was not in the top ten for PFF. We all know how I feel about PFF. Yeah, I don't even it, it, PFF. Come on, man, please. I like Jay, PFF, but they got that wrong. Blank has like the PFF. most pressure to win the Super Bowl. 
I've been told I talk too much. Nobody said that. Then you acting like Evan. Max. Yes. Jay, Evan just Jay moved passed. on quickly. Okay. Yeah. Blank the is the quarterback with the most pressure in the NFC East. Uh, Ooh, Dak. Dak in the NFC East. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, Dak. Jalen, let's try this again. Yes, I'm back. The Cardinals will win blank games this year. I'll say they'll win 11 games. You know what? It's not Dak. It's Jalen Hurts. But go ahead. Yeah. You, you, you got changing Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I got 11, Key. Key, go ahead. How, how many for the Cardinals? I had nine. You had nine? Max, yeah, do you want to also nine. answer this one? Yeah, well, I'll, go, I'll split the difference. I'll say 10. 10 games this year. Uh, blank. Way to be out there, Max. Let's go with uh, Key on this one. Key, Blank will be the best first-year coach in the NFL. First year with his new team. Blank will be the first, the best first-year coach in the NFL. So this counts Josh McDaniels, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh McDaniels, the Las Vegas Raiders. I think he'll be a tremendous coach this year for the Raiders. Wait. I think he, second time around, uh, he yeah. gets it. First, he gets it. first year with first a new year with team. New team. Not, yep. Okay. yep, yep, yep. First that year was with a the... new team. Max, you have an answer on this one? I thought it was only for Key. Uh, sure. Aaron Rodgers. Well, you guys are just making up the rules. Jay answered a couple, and I asked Key You're about, the point guard. Eh, turn the ball over a lot. If Aaron that's your Rogers, point guard, Jay, you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, facts. I'm definitely not getting he any rebounds. can't see over the height on the court. I mean, what type of offense y'all running? That's a slow-ass offense. It's the Princeton. It's the Princeton. Here, look, look, look Four right corners. here. Four corners. Four corners. Shoot. Back Dean Smith. <laughs> Evan just out here trying to see. I Me running see. the point. You guys ever seen Hoosiers? <laughs> Last one. Aaron Ro- Aaron Rodgers will win blank more Super Bowls. You guys all take it. One. He'll win another Super Bowl. He'll keep going until he gets another one. I don't think he's going to win one. Zero. Got key. I'm, I'm scared to say. Yeah, come on. Come on board with me. You got come seven on, seconds. Zero. zero. Yeah. Whoa. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The key for Clay in game three next ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.